The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right, patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex, shoulder pads and helmets, running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but American football's your thing you know what to do Saints Happy Hour podcast stick it in your ear hole alright everybody welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast it is time for our Twitter spaces post game edition the Saints got totally destroyed, bully, wrecked, dragged, pillar to post. Baltimore treated the Saints like a bug, and they were a Mack truck. Andrew, it's just simple. Baltimore's a really good football team that has led every game by double digits. The Saints are not, and the Saints got worked. Every which way. And, of course, when a Saints game goes terrible, it wouldn't be complete without, like, five dudes getting injured. Of course they had, like, five starters get injured because they're the Saints. Uh, It was just a fucking disaster. Like, I mean... Where, where do you want to start? Are you there, Andrew? You were my audience, but uh, you were kind of going speaking spell, so hopefully that's on my end. Um, and hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you fine. Go ahead. Just to say, uh, the Saints were completely outplayed. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a beast. He's an awesome player. You know, when he was first drafted out of Louisville, I wasn't sure. I, I kind of thought maybe that he would be like what I saw out of Malik Willis uh, the past couple weeks starting in, in the sense that, like, to me, he just felt like a undisciplined running quarterback. Yeah, and I told you you were wrong well. because he 
because you can't be that with Bobby Petrino, and you laughed at me in 2018, and I told you you were wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's, uh, I have to admit, you know, Lamar Jackson's awesome, and I, I think he only threw for like 122 yards this game, but it, it's more just like he's just so difficult to stop and tackle, and um, I, I mean, you know, look, uh, to me, the bottom line is I actually think the defense did okay in this game. Yeah, you know, it's I, okay. I think a lot, Not great. A lot of people want to put out this narrative that, you know, we can't stop running quarterbacks. And, you know, sure, like, look, this is a this is a difficult offense. Lamar Jackson's a very difficult guy to contain. But to me, it's not about that. It's about your offense scoring 13 points. And, you know, this offensive line, like, over the last several weeks, this was kind of like what we decided our identity was. It was running with Tamara. Right. It was running with Taysom Hill. It was, you know, moving the chains on third down. And, and that didn't happen. And the Saints got down a couple scores early. And it's just really hard. You become one-dimensional. And, and this is not the type of team that you can compete with uh, if you're not getting first down. So, you know, the offense scores 13 points. And um, that, to me, that's the story of the game. It's just what, what we came to expect of this offensive line didn't happen. I thought the offensive line was miserable in this game. And, uh, you know, Eric McCoy goes down. Uh, and it got worse from there. Listen, Baltimore – smack the Saints in the mouth. And we sort of talked about this at the end of last week and, and today a little bit. We're like, what happens if the Saints can't run the ball? This is what happens. Like, if if people want to discuss Jameis, Dalton, whatever, like, you can say, I can say, I think it might have been worse with Jameis today, but whatever. Like, if you are going to run for, if the Saints are going to run for 48 yards, they're never winning any games this year. Like, Baltimore destroyed them up front, like whipped them. And they were doing yeah. it before the injuries on the offensive line. Like, Baltimore looked like a team that had had 11 days off, and they were completely ready to play and locked in. They were fighting each other harder than the Saints were fighting the Ravens tonight. It was just yeah. I mean, uh, you know, again, uh, the play up front just wasn't good enough. Uh, too many penalties. Ryan Ramchek had a couple mistakes, which was really uncharacteristic. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, it, it wasn't good enough up front. You know, as far as the quarterback stuff is concerned, um, I, I think the Saints will figure that out uh, this week at practice. Like, they can start Jameis. They can start Andy Dalton. Uh, they can even start Taysom Hill. You know, to me, yeah, I'll be honest, I don't really have much skin in the game at this point. I, I, after this performance from Andy Dalton, I, and I didn't think he was good, I, I'm not going to stand on a hill for him, and I'm not going to die on that hill. I'm not going to say they, they need to start <laughs> Andy Dalton. So I'm kind of open to whatever. I, I would certainly support starting Dalton again if the Saints felt like he's gives them the best chance. They'll figure that out at practice yeah. this week and make a decision. But, uh, you know, I'm also not, like, clamoring for Jameis I'm not clamoring for Taysom Hill. Like, I, I, honestly, they could go any of those three ways, and I'd be fine with it. Um, you, so, also, you know, yeah, you sh- like to me, it just boils down to like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, who should be really embarrassed tonight. The Raiders, the Raiders should be really embarrassed tonight because the Saints housed them last week. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't know that um, different defensively right and and again I would point out that I don't think the Saints were that bad I mean they got killed on third down they got killed on time possession and that that was really tough 
Yeah. Uh, Baltimore only had Baltimore only had 320 yards of offense, which is weird considering yeah, it felt I like mean, the they, Saints they never bled, had to bled a lot of the clock. But that's like, right. You know, before that interception, which basically you know the Saints waved the white flag, like they had given up 20 points. Yeah. Um, which you know, I, if you had told me before the game, before that interception, before the Saints had a turnover, that in the fourth quarter the Saints would have the ball and they would have given up 20 points, I would have said, "All right, awesome. Like then that means we have a chance." You know, and I think. This, to me, was a situation, and after this, we're going to get to as many people as we can. This was a situation, Andrew, where Baltimore's a really well-coached team with, with Harbaugh and that sort of thing. I think Baltimore is the best team the Saints played, and they looked at the Saints' offense, and they're like, listen, if we just control Olave, there's nobody on this offense that we fear that can get open. Roquan can cover Kamara, and we can blitz and confuse the crap out of Andy Dalton, and it's going to be fine. And they whipped the Saints up front. They blitzed some, but a lot of times they were getting pressure with four. Like, they just kicked the Saints' ass up front. And when you when you kick a team's ass up front, you're going to be successful most of the time, you know? Yeah. No, it was just it was just tough sledding all night offensively. Not, nothing was really working, and... Uh, in some ways, Ralph, like it's, it's easier to stomach, um, just because like the saints had no shot in this one. It just felt like the Ravens were clearly the better team. And, you know, it's hard to get too angry about that. Like the saints, like, I I think it's a real wake up call, which is how bad the saints are. Like, I I just don't think they're a very good football team. And that's, so we're back down to earth after that Raiders game. But, you know, this isn't one of those where you kind of get mad at the saints and say, Oh, they should have done this. They should have done that. Like the other team was just better. And that, that's the reality of this game. Um, you know, now moving forward, I will say this, and I know none of you want to hear this right now on the other side of that uh, of this game, but, uh, I mean, the Saints are one game out of first place <laughs> in the right. NFC South. That's and, right. and, like, they play the Steelers next week, and they can win that game because the Steelers are a joke. And I, I just think, I, I, to me, this, this team is going nowhere fast because they're not any good. But I, I still think Tampa is terrible. I Atlanta. think Atlanta is terrible. And I don't think either of those teams are marketedly better than the Saints. I, I just don't. And I, and I know that we want to go like full scorched, scorched earth and, and shout from the mountaintops to fire Dennis Allen and, you know, fire Andy Dalton out of a cannon and into the sun and whatever else. Like I know, I know a lot of people are feeling that way, but I don't know, man. It's weird. Like I, I still think if the Saints – this was an AFC loss tonight. <laughs> That's not right. That big of a deal. Well, like, if they can beat Atlanta, they can beat Tampa, they can beat Carolina, go three and zero in the division. I, I still think they eight wins. Well, the, probably gets this division. The, the problem is freaking about football. What you got? The problem is Andrew. They they lost more bodies tonight. They lost Pete Werner. Yeah, no, they, no. So, that's so, the you know, that McCoy, Davenport, and Werner. Like that's that's expensive for sure. Yeah, freaking about football. What you got for us? All right, so my mood was already pissed because the Pelicans just like oh my played God. Like I am counting on the Pels to <laughs> not be so depressed about the Saints, and they're bailing me. So this is just a horrible day. Um, but like one thing about about the Saints, like they just looked unprepared. Like they were committing stupid penalties again, all this stuff. And I'm like, eight. You had eight days. So you saw yesterday. You're you're in a prime position to be tied for first place. Like, if you just lost because you're just 
not good, which was at the end, but uh, like I'd be okay with it. But like coming out unprepared and flat, like there's no excuse for that. Well, I don't think I don't think necessarily. I don't think necessarily they were were flat freaking about football. I just think my thing is always fans say, "Oh, they came out flat," and this and that. Like you've got to create energy in the game. You can't. You got to. And in order to create energy in the game, you got to make good plays, Andrew. You got to stack good plays together. They only had 13 plays at one point in the first half. Like, you can't create energy and momentum and excitement during a game when you're you're just getting your head kicked. I mean, they had a 15-yard play on the first play. They threw it to Olave. But at the two-minute warning, they had 40 yards of offense in the first half. I'm going to say what I said earlier today. I think Marcus Peters is one of the most overrated players in the (laughs) league. He gambles every time. He's totally unsound. And really, I mean, he's gotten beat by Callaway for a touchdown on that play right before half. That's right. And, you know, I mean, he was missed. But, like, I just think the Saints game plan should have been relentlessly going after Peters. That that would have been what I would have done. And, I think it speaks maybe to the Saints, maybe a little overconfident, thinking they can run the football, and it just it just didn't happen today. Kamara couldn't really get it done. The offensive line couldn't really move bodies, and uh, you know, like you said, Baltimore's a solid team. They're they're solid. They're solid up front. They're good, and uh, the Saints are not. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and let, let me just say one uh, one more thing before I get out of here. Uh, the this is how bad this uh, 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 how bad I, I, I am right now. Like the Saints, I wanted the Saints not to score a touchdown in the final couple minutes because I was like, just let's get humiliated so bad that Gil Benson is just forced to fire everybody. <laughs> like that's how how upset I am. I'm just like, let's just lose horribly at yeah. this point. I, I mean, th- thanks for thinking about football. I mean, this is like this is what this is what you get. When you have Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston as your quarterback options, like this kind of game always lurks, you know? Because here's the thing. When you have an elite quarterback, Andrew, like a Drew Brees, like a, you know, not, not I want to say Aaron Rodgers, but not not Aaron Rodgers this year. But when you have Drew Brees or Lamar Jackson or you have an elite quarterback, even when you've gotten out coached and gotten out game planned and you're getting smashed, like the elite quarterback can figure that shit out and like beat the blitz and make it happen. Andy Dalton, he ain't that dude. Jameis Winston ain't that dude. And that's what you got. Boat lawyer, what you got for us? Yep, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mitch. Go ahead. Well, I just think I have a couple things. So we all know the quarterback on this roster is. The, the future quarterback's not on the roster. Hopefully, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, but the game plan was so – the offense was so bad. Like, the whole team looked not energized. That's what worries me the most about Dennis Allen. Yeah. The, I, I, that worries me. And then we're running on the, the second-best run defense. On You can't just run it up the middle all the time. Like, yeah. I don't understand, and and with Dalton is that's what you get. He's below average quarterback, and that first pick sucks. But I don't. It doesn't suck as bad because I don't think there's an elite quarterback in the draft anymore. Young's too small. Stroud's too slow. L- Kentucky guys too unknown. 
So I'm not cooker? as worried you don't about like Cooker, that. Mitch. Nah, I'm not. A, second round, maybe. I don't know. I think you, really. You, you just don't. You just don't want to overpay for a hooker. Is that what it is? No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing of it is, is they're gonna have to go after a veteran, and they're gonna have to. But, but here, they, but, Deshaun Watson trade. They're gonna have to get in a trade like that. But who's a Kyler Murray? Uh, maybe a Rodgers, maybe a Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I mean, well, I, I I don't know what they're gonna do at quarterback, Mitch. But like the, the bottom line is this: like Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill, James Winston, not, none of those guys can, can be your starter next year. Or 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 if they are. You're in a situation where you've got a guy that you've drafted that, you're, that is waiting in the wings, and th- they're merely a bridge where yep. whether it's week three, week six, whatever, yep. they're, they're not lasting long. But the the second point I want to make is Saints, and I, I love them to death since I'm five years old, this is the softest team I've ever seen. Davenport's going to be out for seven weeks. Warner's <laughs> a tough dude. Davenport's, you might as well just say he's on IR. I don't know. I can't believe Landry can't come back. Michael Thomas thing's a debacle. Every team the Saints play, those guys don't practice, and they play. T. Higgins, who couldn't walk, played against the Saints. Saints are – those. the players are soft. I hate to say it, but they are soft, and they see the wins. I, I'm not saying they're packing it in. Davenport will be out 10 weeks <laughs> you watch. And they should not sign him. Because he's not worth it. So no, I mean you're right, Mitch. I, uh, it, it, that that's to me, Andrew, the most frustrating thing about tonight. Because you you look at it, and the NFC South is still a dumpster fire. It's an AFC game, but the injuries they just mount. And Pete Warner's their best defensive player this year. Davenport, say what you want about him, he's a decent defensive end. Now you, you, you got Taylor, he came back in. Now you lose you lose McCoy. I mean that it's just too many freaking. You've crossed the Rubicon. You've you've crossed the Rubicon already of too many injuries. It's it's it's. Well, you know, you know look, the the Ravens had a lot too. That's right. And uh, you know, you would have thought that was maybe an opportunity to capitalize and. Um, you know, look, I, I think they missed a lot of throws. I mean, you know, <laughs> they they could have had a lot more yards. Elante Taylor left a lot of guys open in this game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had 133 yards passing. Uh, I think the Saints are really fortunate in a lot of ways. It wasn't a lot more than that. Um, and that was part of that was Lamar missing a couple guys. They had a couple drops. Um, but, uh it was also personnel-wise. I mean, they were missing some guys. And I, I shudder to think if Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, like if they had some of those guys, who knows how many yards they would have rushed for. Tonight was the first night where I felt like the Saints got just physically dominated. I mean, they've lost. They've lost games mostly because they shoot themselves in the foot. Andy Dalton had the two pick sixes and that sort of thing. But tonight, Andrew, it really felt like Baltimore just physically whipped them. The team, the team that won, deserved to win. I mean, there, there's nothing you can take from this game. Like, oh well, if we had done this or we had done that, which is how we kind of felt with every loss. That's right, really. Um, but but this one, I mean, you can't make any excuses. You can't pretend that the Saints had a shot. They really didn't. Um, they they were outplayed. They were outplayed in the trenches on both sides. 
And, uh, you know, in some ways it's easier to accept. Um, and, and then in some ways, I think it's, again, it's a, it's a cold shower it, it, tonight. I mean, that's the only way you can put it on the other side of this game. Any kind of illusions that we had about, hey, we just beat the Raiders 24 to nothing. Maybe we can go on a little run here. Um, There'll be no runs. I, 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 no, well, I mean, I, I, again, like I think when you play teams like the Panthers and the Steelers, like, yeah, I mean, sure, the, the Saints can still win those games. And most of the games they have left, I mean, I, I think the Eagles are going to annihilate us. Um, the 49ers are probably going to annihilate us. But, you know, you look at everything else on that schedule and you're like, yeah, I mean, you know, only their point flip games, they could win them. And so I really don't think the division is impossible to win. I know, yeah. like, again, I know people don't want to hear that right now, but they're one game out. Tampa sucks. Atlanta sucks. Like, all they have to do is catch him. Like, the Saints could lose the next three weeks and still be two games out. Like, yeah. that, that's how bad this division is. I mean, and yeah. So, I, I, just, I just think, you know, because of that, you know, maybe they don't win the division. Maybe they don't make the playoffs. But, like, I don't think they're going to be eliminated before week 14. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Steelers were off this week. They're getting healthy, but their quarterback situation is bad. The thing for the Saints is, I just if they if they can't if they can't run the ball, then the quarterback becomes too big of a factor in the game. The Saints want to not necessarily hide their quarterback and make him a spectator, but they want the quarterback to not factor into the game that much. And when they can't run when they can't run the ball, they have to the quarterback has to be a factor and it's a disaster. Boat lawyer, you're back. What you got yeah. for us? Boat lawyer the- make sure make 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 sure you unmute yourself. There you go. All right. Thank you. Technical difficulties. Um I took my son to this game, which I really regret because he mm. was raised. He he was he's too young to appreciate the fact that he saw the golden age of Saints football when he was between seven <laughs> and nine years old. That's right. And, and and now he's entered into you know a lifetime of pain. So yeah. So it was a good learning experience, I guess, but uh, it's going to be tough to get him back. But bottom line, if you're an NFL team and you don't have a quality quarterback or a quality coach head coach you're not going anywhere and if you have one or the other you, you got can, a shot maybe, you can make some noise but if you have neither you are screwed yeah, it's and like, we ha- we have neither and we have neither it's it's the opposite of lsu lsu they got the right coach and he got the right quarterback in the transfer portal daniels from arizona state LSU's off and running. If LSU can convince him to stay, just pump him full of NIL money, they'll probably be a top five team next year. But it, it, yep. you're, you're right. You know, boy, Lori, it's just the, the Saints. I, I don't want to, like, make it a referendum on Dennis Allen every week because here's the, here's the thing. The Saints are not going to fire Dennis Allen after one year. The, if, unless the Saints go 3-14, and 14, they're not firing Dennis Allen. If they go 6-11, and 11, they're not firing him. If they go 7-10, and 10, if they go 5-12, and 12, they're not firing Dennis Allen. So I just I, – I, I hate to make it a – like a referendum on Dennis Allen that people want to do and they, they want to fire everybody. Like it, it's not happening, so I, I hate to have that – that argument every yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, what, well, what but th- this right is now? what are they three and six? 
Yeah. Yeah. But th- this is where we, having we, a we, we need we need to stop the the Dennis Allen. But this is where the, this it's is where having a, this is where having a crappy NFC South is hurting us because if we were four games out of first place, which we should be in any you know reasonable NFL Damn. year. Yeah, you would say, okay, now we start talking about no coach for next year, new coach for next year. But he's going to coast on the injuries and the fact that, you know, we'll be competitive until week 13 when we're, you know, six and nine or whatever we are. And and that just so we are in the we're in that mediocre, uh, you know, zone where we're just going to be in purgatory, purgatory for five years. I don't know that I agree with. First of all, every year is different. So I don't think you can take anything from this year and assume how subsequent seasons are going to go. But uh, I think as far as this season is concerned, I I, I think it's the exact opposite. I think we're fortunate. I I think we're blessed to be in a division so terrible that the Saints are kind of still – I mean, could you imagine if they were in in the Eagles division, you know, where it's – or or even the NFC West, where basically the season's already over. And, you know, I I feel like here at least – these games still have meaning. Now, I don't know that they're going to actually take this anywhere, but Mickey Loomis isn't a fool. I, I, I don't think Dennis Allen, I mean, unless the Saints go winless the rest of the year, in which case I do think there's a chance Dennis Allen would be one and done. But, you know, let's say he wins three more games. Let's say they, they don't make the playoffs, but they go 6-11. and 11. I, I don't think Dennis Allen's getting fired. He's coming back next year. So um, I, I, I just think as fans, like, we need to be – realistic about that like that's the coaches don't get fired after a year it's rare yeah but thanks thanks boat lawyer jay bordeaux what you got for us oh my god damn it like i cannot believe that on the second drive of the saints and you said well it was impossible for us to win well, we stopped Lamar Jackson in the first drive, and then on the second drive, we had a second and three and a third and one. You mean to tell me you don't put Taysom Hill yeah, on I mean, that position? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, come the fuck on. Like, that's we just, had Kamara and Taysom Hill who were borderline unstoppable on these short field, and you cannot let them entertain that? Taysom, really? is a cheat, Taysom is a cheat code on third on third and I, short, and they, they're I like, just we don't, don't get want to it. I don't even, and I don't get it. And, and you mentioned how, like, yeah, the Ravens had a uh, had the second best run defense, but I saw, like, even through the two minute warning in hell, our first possession in the second half, where we did short passes, not giving the de- uh, their defense time to rush the quarterback. We were able to move down the field, mm-hmm. but we yes, we were not able to get uh, touchdowns. We were able to get uh, field goals, but we were driving the ball. And we were moving methodically, but we were not being able to get any sort of, you know, a rhythm uh, through the beginning of the uh, first half, and that would kill it. Well, for the most th- part. thanks, Jay Bordet. Well, the thing is, yeah. the thing is, you, you sacks, penalties, oh, yeah. derail everything, right? You know. Um, and that's what did him in tonight, Andrew. Like you can't have sack. Like a- Andy Dalton had had been avoiding sacks. That was one of his his best qualities and he got he got sacked a bunch tonight um and i think you know we ripped Jameis for it i think a couple of times like the sacks were on him like it wasn't just offensive line yeah i don't know i don't know that i i can conclude at this point i'd have to go back and rewatch 
Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, look, they gave up a lot of sacks today and, and they haven't really uh, mm-hmm. for the last several weeks. So uh, I know at least one of those was a bad blitz pickup on Roquan Smith by Camara. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Disappointing. All hey, AJ, what you got for us? Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about a lot of the good stuff, and I just feel like watching tonight's game, like, it sounds like a cop-out, but I just feel like the Ravens so easily dominated both lines of scrimmages all game that, like, there was just nothing to do. And it just, you're watching the game, and we brought up, you know, Andy Dalton sacks and stuff, and just, there, there was nothing going. They just, nothing got started. And I just, this game almost, to me, gets chalked up to one of those things where like there was no hope from the beginning and you just got to write off this loss as a team that we were outmatched against that's in right. this game. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it, AJ. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I think th- this this doesn't you say anything about how things are going to go next week against the Steelers. Yeah. And maybe the Saints can go on the road and get a win. You know, you, th- th- this has no bearing on the following week. I mean, remember last week the Saints won 24 to nothing. Yeah, and, shut out the Raiders. And it's so, a thing, Andrew. This is just a tough matchup. And if this is a thing where, like, if you if you win one of those games, if you beat freaking Carolina, if you beat Tampa, even if you just had one more win, and the Saints say they had fallen to four and five tonight, we'd been like, eh, AFC loss. What are you gonna do? But but it just feels so it feels so bad because you look at them and you're like they're three and fucking six. No, I mean that, that's a great point. I mean I've been saying that all season. Every time something bad happens, I think back to that Carolina loss and I just get more angry yeah. about it. By the way, everybody, support the freaking podcast. Go to Saints Happy Hour, sign up, become a patron, get the booze bundle. We're gonna have the jokes all year. You can you need the jokes now more than ever. We have the most fun, so just support the show. Uh, Ryan, what you got for us? Uh, what can I say other than I'm a point right now? Yeah, I mean, do you do you feel like to me the injuries is what concerns me, not the ass kicking tonight? Like the well, bo- the body is losing, you know? Yeah, but let let's go back to 2018. They could have gotten Lamar Jackson. Instead, we get Marcus Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 Marcus Davenport is going to be. He he's one of the most frustrating Saints ever because Andrew, if if you have a if if the Saints draft a player that's bad, we're just like he's bad. Get him off our team, whatever. But Davenport, we've actually seen these glimpses of excellent play so he frustrates us more than ever um dylan i'll be i'll be honest i don't know how i feel about him at this point he's gonna count eight million dollars on the cap next year well i mean i just uh, he might be kind of cheap to keep around i mean he still has half a sack so he might he might actually be worth it but i don't know yeah dylan dylan uh, Dylan, unmute yourself what you got man i'm looking at the schedule uh how many wins do you guys see uh, I, I, I'm ha- I have a tough time seeing six and eleven at this point. Well, I mean Atlanta, I feel good about because they just gag up games no matter what. That's what they do. Yeah, uh, I feel I feel good about Carolina because Carolina's waving the white flag. They forfeited mm-hmm. the season. All right, that's five wins. 
Uh, and and you know they'll they'll probably play great against some random team. So they'll, get... they'll they'll like beat the Eagles or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they'll have six wins and it'll be against the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, like oh, I, I think I think I think six is the, I think I think six and eleven is probably the number. You know because because they, they, you know they're they're three and nine and they've got eight games left. Three and five, like I, I think. I think them going four and four the rest of the way is just going to be, is just going to be hard. I mean, they, they have two interceptions on the year. Like that's the problem too for the Saints. Like they don't, like they don't create turnovers, and turnovers, Dylan, give you more margin for error, right? Because even you know, even when their defense was historically bad with Drew, and they they had Drew Brees, and they could stumble into a turnover. This team. They don't even create tip balls where you're like, oh, my God, it's a tip ball or something there. Or like a fumble where it's like rolling on the ground and they could have fallen on it. Like, Andrew, I've, I can't remember a season where the Saints have been so barren of not only not creating turnovers, they don't even create turnover opportunities. It's, it's, it's the craziest thing because you, you figure like – it would just the other team would just drop the ball and crazy sh- stuff would happen, you know. So it, it it it's weird the no turnovers. And and not only that, but you're losing the turnover battle to throwing picks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's been it's been kind of dark. It's dark. Where, where do you guys where do you guys stand on Dennis Allen as of tonight? I mean. Uh, I mean, again, like, uh, am I? Do I think he's a good coach? Like, do I think he's doing a good job? No, um, but I just, I just don't see a path to firing a first-year coach. I just don't like. Again, unless they win one or less games of the year, where you know he, it's it's so bad that you can justify like a one-and-done situation. I think Mickey will be patient with him, and I, I don't really see a scenario where he's cut loose after this year. Unless it truly goes off the rails, like I think, I think they're going to end up six and eleven, like we talked about, and I, I just don't think that that you know he's going to get year two. You know, I, I will say this though, Dylan, six and eleven or worse, he is on notice in year two, and he is on very very shaky ground. Because if, if you go six and eleven, year two, I don't think they'd fire him during the year. But if he went six and eleven, six and eleven, he'll be gone. Because I mean, I know, I know this is the most obvious thing to say, but we, we've got to fix the quarterback position. Yeah, I, they, I don't care what they do, but like it, neither of these guys, Taysom. Uh, Andy Dalton, Jameis, none of them are the answer. They, they've got to figure something out. I agree. I agree. I'm drinking. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, and Andrew, it, it, the Saints just just totally shit on a magical sports weekend, and I hate them for it. Uh, yeah, you know, let's not forget LSU beat Alabama. That's right. That happened. It was beautiful. It was LSU magical. beat Alabama. Tulane won. The Astros won a World Series. They had a lovely parade today in Houston. It was all good. ECIV, what you got for us? Uh, look, y'all going to have to hear me out for this. Okay, here boy, we go. Oh, oh, boy, here we go. Gail Benson has proven to us in the past with the Pelicans. Now, it That's may right. be basketball than football that she does not tolerate 
mediocrity. She does not tolerate it. She fired Gentry. That's right. She fired SVG, sure. right? Sure. She fired SVG after one season. I'm telling you, Dennis Allen is coaching for his job next weekend. There's no, there's no reason that we lose to that. The Steelers are well, a bad team. I will say this. I, 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 they either I, fire him. I don't I, think they fire him during the season. I think they fire him at the end of the season. But if we lose to the Steelers, like the Steelers are not good. Well, they, here's, just- here, here's the one caveat I'll say to that ECIV. And, and, I, and I, you're, you're 100% right. Like, the, the good thing for people is Gail Benson is not afraid to spend money and she's not afraid to fire coaches and she's not afraid to get it fixed. The one caveat I will say is Van Gundy, it wasn't so much his record that got him fired. He got fired because the players freaking hated him and players yeah. like, uh, I want to say Eric Gordon, but it wasn't. It was somebody else. Like, they just weren't listening to him in the huddle. Like, they played the Knicks game, and I forgot who it was. He literally Bledsoe, was like, yeah. Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, he's like, Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, ro- I didn't ro- you didn't ro- rotate over to get the three-pointer that tied the game and get it over. He's like, he's like, yeah, I wasn't even fucking listening to Van Gundy. Like, I wasn't even paying attention. And, like, that like, – <laughs> I remember Bledsoe. Bledsoe like ECIV, like, but like that's what needs to happen with Dennis Allen. Like you, you need. It isn't just losses. Like it, it has to be some sort of existential crisis in the locker room that bubbles out. And listen, right when when you have losing, locker rooms start to crack. And okay. there's only the thing is there's only so many times leaders like Demario. And Kamara can get up and speak and say, we got to get our shit together. Like, there's only so many times you can do it, right? So, yep. um, and, I, oh, how did you guys like future Saints quarterback Lamar Jackson? Oh, my God. I wish. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, offer him whatever. Just throw, just throw all the money at him. I really don't give a fuck. Just throw, just throw him, it all give, at him. Give him Bourbon and, Street. 2024 is it. Like, that's it. Like, that's, that's it. Here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing, EC, ECIV, and I, and I will say this: I don't think the Ravens would do it because they're not a dumb organization. But Andrew, if the Ravens some kind of way get cute and are like, we're going, we're not going to exclusive franchise Lamar. We're going to franchise him, and like teams can offer him two first. And I know you can't poison pill the contract anymore. But I will 100% guarantee if teams can negotiate with Lamar Jackson, even if it's two first, there will be a team that will be like, hey, Lamar Jackson, do you want $300 million guaranteed? Because if the Cleveland Browns will offer a disgusting human being to Sean Jackson, if they will guarantee him $240 million, why wouldn't you Offer Lamar Jackson three hundred million dollars guaranteed, and maybe Gail will cut the check. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Whatever it takes. BTW, what uh, you? Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, you guys? That was that was painful to watch. I'm listening to you guys chat here and just like <laughs> laughing it up at all painful. the shit that people are saying. It's uh, this is one of those games where you put it on. You're you got anticipation. You're hoping that something goes right, and then the fucking bottom just falls right out. You know what I mean? And they just I, I there. think I think Justin Houston just got another sack. He did. Yeah. <laughs> or our offensive line just cannot protect whatsoever. How many free blitzes did Baltimore have where they just like teed off on Dalton? A ton. It's just, they were blitzing corners. Yeah. They were blitzing Humphreys. They were blitzing corners everywhere. It was 
but I got a couple questions for you guys. Uh, we we watched Jameis, you know, get pulled for however he played, and I don't want to turn this into a Jameis Andy Dalton referendum because it's stupid. But Dalton didn't have it, you know, and like he's got this prime time stigma, like Kirk Cousins on on him, where he just doesn't play well in prime time. What would have been the harm in the coming out in the second half with Jameis? You know what I mean? Just a, like a jolt, just something different. Like basically, they were playing cover two. And they were like doing what they did to Drew Brees, like daring us to throw it over the top, and we wouldn't. We didn't have enough time to protect Dalton, and it was just them teeing off mm-hmm. on all of our guys. Well, so I, I don't know. I mean, look, that's up to the Saints. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a coach, but I know that he's still dealing with his foot, which has a torn tendon, and I know he's still dealing with his back, which has, uh, you know, broken vertebrae, and yeah. you know, Dennis Allen did say that he's healthy, and they're still going with Dalton for now, but. Yeah, I think there's a reality that he's he's banged up and he doesn't have Michael Thomas and he doesn't have Jarvis Landry. And so I, I don't know that we would have seen much of a difference today. But maybe we should have actually saw a little bit more of Taysom Hill then, just like in the packages. Like, I don't want to see Taysom throw the ball all the time, but just some creative stuff. It looked like we were just like waiting to punt the ball is what it felt like. Today. Well, I mean, yeah. they, I mean, I, it's difficult when you're not moving the chains and, yeah. and look like they, they, I, I, anytime you make a decision to make a switch mid game to a quarterback. Um, and, and by the way, uh, Ralph, Eric McCoy left the locker room with in a walking boot, struggling Fantastic. to put weight on Fantastic. it. So, uh, so that's great. But no, I, I think, uh, you know, when you, when you prepare with a quarterback and he's the one studying in, in the room and, and he's the one doing the game plan all week, like, it's just not a good idea to make a mid-game switch. I mean, yeah. unless things are so bad that you're like, it's over, like, let's see what this other guy has to do. Like, I think you tend to make preference – you keep preference to the guy that knows the game plan, that knows how to make the adjustments because he's the one that's been prepared all week. And if you're going to make a switch, in general, I'm more in favor of, like, on Monday you say, all right, Jameis, you're going this week. And you give them a full week to prepare, and you do it that way. That, that well, to me, that's the professional, correct way to approach it. Yeah, I'll head out here on this, but can we all just like un- in unison just say how much we hate the Rams every year? They just screw us. Like <laughs> that's it right. just, from 2018 on, last year against the Niners. Like any chance they have an opportunity to just hold on to do something for us, Honest, they never do it. It's just insane. If I just, it makes I can't. You, BTW, if it makes you feel any better. And thanks for the joining. If it makes you feel any better, the Rams' long-term outlook is worse than the Saints, if that's hard to believe. Okay, we got to get to rapid fire because we're going to get out of here at 11. Mr. Cleo and then Amir. Mr. Cleo, what you got for us? Guys, I, I want to agree with you about the win total somewhere around six or seven, but we might lose Alvin later this season to a, oh my to a suspension. No, so no, happens, no, no. He's Listen, Alvin Kamara... I know the video came out on TMZ, Mr. Cleo, but here's the thing. That video is blurry, and the NFL it, – it's not a woman. It's not a woman, so the NFL doesn't care. They're not going to suspend oh, him until next year. Oh, like, God. And the second thing is I, I've had season tickets for 21 years. I had to sit out tonight because I'm sick. I don't have COVID, but I'm sick. But – out of the 31 other teams, I have never had a good time with Ravens fans. They're just dull. And I just want to hear <laughs> if anyone could tell me were the Ravens fans any better than they've ever been before tonight. That's that's all I got. The Ravens, man. The Ravens. Mr. Clear, thanks for joining us. Andrew, the Ravens, 
the Saints have only beaten them one time, and that's because their kicker missed an extra point. Like, the Ravens consistently kicked Sean Payton's ass, and it's just a bad scene. So, Amir, what you got for us? Hey, guys. Thanks for, for having me. Um, I've been a Saints fan since, I guess, 85. So, I mean, so uh, basically I've seen the ups and downs for the last, you know, mm-hmm. I guess three-plus decades. And, uh, I mean, basically right now, I mean, it's kind of similar to, like, you know, pre-Mora. Uh, just basically where we don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And also, too, we don't have a defense either. I remember just like back in the days where, where like every game, you know, we we're playing Stabler and Todd, <laughs> and, and then Dave Wilson to see, you know, who could bring the spark. And now, I mean, you know, we're at that same point right now too, because you know, it's not. I mean, is it going to be Winston? Is it Dalton? Is it going to be Taysom? You know, we play all three. I, don't, I mean, it's a, it's really a bad point right now. You know, and, the and, franchise. And, and this is not – I know we talked – thanks, Amir, for the call. Andrew, I know we said, look, Baltimore dominated the Saints from start to finish, and it, it was easy to take. And I'm not going to bang on the coaching for specific things too much, but I don't care that he only got three carries. Dwayne Washington should not be getting rushing attempts in the NFL in 2022. Period end. Nope. Like, yep. Like, no, we're on the same page. Hey, like, Jason Champagne, you're finally here. Unmute yourself. And, and I see you got a Jaden Daniel picture, by the there way. There we go. Photo. So, uh, should the Saints draft him? You know, if he's available when we pick in the second round, I wouldn't necessarily be upset, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the, the running style quarterback. I, I think it puts offenses too much at risk. But, uh, you know, I, I really like the kid. But uh, what I'll say about tonight's performance is the Ravens took a page out of Bill Belichick's book and took away what we like to do on offense. They took away our running game, and they dared Andy Dalton to beat them. And you know what? Quite frankly, they already knew going into the game he couldn't. Um, and then, you know, our defense, our jumbo defensive ends, weren't an advantage against the Ravens because they're so big and so physical along the offensive line that they match our strength there with strength. And so they neutralized it, and they could do pretty much whatever they wanted offensively. And uh, it was just a bad matchup and and a rough game. Uh, We needed some breaks to win, and we got none. And that's the bottom line. No, yeah, I I, I agree with that, and I do agree that it's a bad matchup. But I I keep going back to – the narrative that, you know, Saints don't match up all well against running quarterbacks and we can't stop these kind of offenses. I actually, again, like I, I actually think all things considered, while I believe that to be true, the defense kind of held up okay. And to me, this, the story was really about 13 points. And you just, you're not going to be a team like the quarterback by Lamar Jackson when, mm-hmm. when you score 13 points. You're just not. And, and man, I'll give you this. We did better against Lamar than I thought we would because I really had a – I really had a bad feeling he was going to absolutely shred us on the ground. Well, he, and, had, nobody. And he, didn't. he had nobody. You know, I, I think the Saints were done a favor by Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews. Those guys are all out today. So yeah. if there was ever a time to stop this offense 
and, and have a game against the Ravens that was there for the take-in. It was this week. They were so banged up. Um, by the way, Jason, thanks for joining us. But, you know, the Saints just couldn't get it done. Um, Jacob, unmute yourself. You're up next. What you got? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to be at the game in Pittsburgh. Uh, I am I am hoping to God we win that. Um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I think I'll be are pretty you, Are you wearing a Saints jersey and who are you going with? I'm going with Kamara most likely. I have the salute to service one. Oh, that's but a I nice also, one, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, last year's. Um, but I could also wear Drew Brees, I don't know. Um, yeah, I got some options. I've been thinking about it all day. We'll see, we'll see. Here's the thing, like Pittsburgh, they're, they're, their offense is terrible and they traded Claypool. Yeah. And they're, they're, but but their defense is pretty good. So we'll see, you know? Yeah, at least they don't have P.J. Watt. I fear for your safety a little bit, so, you know, just yeah. be careful. I know that is true. Stance can be mm-hmm. a little rough. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Cincinnati, so, uh, you know, I think, I, I think I'll be fine as long as I'm not wearing anything Bengals. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I would, I would try out Jameis one more time if the medical staff says he's fine. Mm-hmm. If he's not, then no. But like, you know, if there is no, if there is like, you know, uh, you know, that scene from Miracle, the the, the hockey movie where he's like, you know, can he play? Mm-hmm. And, and the doctor's like, yeah, he can play, but it's going to hurt. Like if, if that's the case with Jameis, put Jameis in. Other than that, I have no, like, and the thing is, is that I would be okay with, with a losing season if we had a first round pick, but we don't. <laughs> Well, it's you're, like, you're, you're, it's you're, you're like I, I would rather trade all of our other getting a losing season. Yeah, yeah. I would rather I would rather like do the the Ditka trade where we trade all of our other picks for one guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I something mean, something has to change because like the spiraled in the toilet that we're doing right now <laughs> is not working. It's not. Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. Unfortunately, I don't know that, you know, the Saints are going to be able to change much at this point. Yeah. Um, Let's go to uh, intensive purposes. Uh, The still water. Unmute yourself. What you got? Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? Uh, Good. Oh, shit. Well, that was garbage. Uh, Yes, it was. Agree with Amir, who said, uh, felt like pre-Mora. And uh, the worst thing is it's a Monday night game, so... I can't drink heavily with my Saints happy hour uh, booze kit like I'd like to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I, I guess, you know, if I'm going off of Andrew's optimism, <laughs> uh, then, you know, what we need to get to that point and win this division, I think, is an offensive identity. And it's got to be an unconventional one. And I think Carmichael's got to come off of... Look, he seems to be um, going with a game plan uh, that pretends that we don't have the injuries that we do. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I think Pete Carmichael wants to hide the quarterback. They want the yes. quarterback to be a non-participant, mm-hmm. and that makes the offense seem dull and unimaginative. Times, I think it's the best way to go. Like, if they aren't going to, if they aren't going to run the football, they're they're screwed. 
Well, but here's the thing. I mean, you look at what we did in the fourth quarters at the beginning of the year when we were already missing folks. You look at what we did at the end of the second quarter tonight, you know, pushing the ball mm. really quick. I, I feel like, you know, a, a four yard dump pass is the mm. same as a four yard run. Yeah. That old West West Coast offensive idea. And we've just got to adapt to the team that we got with McCoy going out tonight. Jesus, um, we're going to have to try some different stuff. And I think we've got to be that, you know, and, and it's it's probably going to require getting Taysom in there more or switching yeah, things I mean, out listen, more and just maybe, keeping defenses yeah. on their toes if it's possible and loving that four-yard dump when we can get it. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you weighing in. Hey, thanks so much, man. And, you know, look, I, I, I'll, I will say this. I, I think, yes, the fourth quarter of that Falcons game, we had Michael Thomas, you had Landry. Like, those guys made plays. But I think when your weapons are Kevin White and Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith, I, I think – and, you know, McCoy goes down, so Throckmorton is your guard – I just think four wide, like you're you're asking for trouble uh, to to go in like two minute offense mm-hmm. and do that consistently. I think it's just asking for for trouble. Um, let, let's go, unmute yourself. You're up. What's going on, guys? Um, I don't know how much insight you guys had about the whole Chauncey Gardner thing at the beginning of the uh, right before the beginning of the regular season. I'm sure pretty much everybody in here would agree that just losing him was a big uh, hit to the nuts right before the season started. You know, we made all these moves like that kind of, I don't know, for me, it felt like we were going all in. It is. It's like you're going all in and then you're trading, you're trading your, one of your fun guys, Chauncey. And it, yeah. It, like deflated the balloon, even though they kind of had to do it right. They're like, Oh, we, we he wasn't going to take the, it was a distraction and this and that. Like it, defla- it, it, it really sort of deflated the balloon of the optimism of training camp because they were, we were like, they're, they're healthy. They're looking, you know, that, ha, 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 that, that worked out. He ended up not being healthy. But you know what I'm saying? It, defla- it deflated yeah. the balloon. It really did for me because I love Chauncey and I know, you know, whatever, but it deflated the yeah, balloon. Yeah, just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like maybe uh, the front office and the coaching staff got a little overconfident with our defense and felt like maybe we could, you know, let him go. Uh, I felt like maybe we could have tried a little harder to make it work with them. Maybe. You know, since, since we're making all these. When you're three and six, in, you need to try a lot of stuff. What's that? <laughs> when you're three and six, it means you did a lot of things wrong is what I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, Andrew, that's a good point by let's go. Andrew, I want to be ridiculously – positive for 45 seconds before we get out of here. Atlanta loses to Carolina Carolina Thursday. Mm-hmm. Tampa loses to Seattle Sunday morning in Germany. You kick off against the Steelers. You can get the four and six and get the first place if you want to be positive. I, I just were like... It's not impossible. It's not... Well... It, it 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 it's getting to feel that way because of the because of the injuries like andrew at some point 
I know the injuries happened, but at some point, the Saints need to be held accountable for the medical staff, people not recovering, or their messaging about injuries. And they, even under Sean Payton and Dennis Allen, like, I don't know that they understand how to maximize the new IR rules with three, put a guy on three weeks and all that. Like, they clearly don't. You know, because here's what's going to happen with McCoy. They're going to be like, he's going to be back, and they're not going to put him on IR, and he's going to miss more than three weeks. And it's like, well, why did you do that? It's just frustrating. Um, also, they need Landry back. Like, Landry, they they need a second receiver. You know, you can get you can get by when they're running the ball good. Like they did against her. You can get by with just Olave. But Andrew, on a night like tonight where your run game, Baltimore stuffs it in a locker, this is the night where you the, the, the a bunch of a bunch of UDFA dudes at wide receiver and the Kevin Whites and the Callaways, like that ain't gonna get it done. You they need Landry to have any hope. And when their run game isn't clicking, like you need better wide receivers. You do. No doubt about it. And, you know, look, Kevin White, it's, it's a cool story when he catches a pass, but like, you know, they, they cut him for a reason. And can I say this? uh, Sean Payton just pissing all over the saints on the Manning cast was not fun at all. I don't know. Did you listen to that? I didn't get a chance. I did. did He's like, dude, when you have a game like this, the defensive meeting is going to be two hours. The offensive meeting is going to be a half hour. Like, Sean Payton, I know, like, (laughs) I just want him to go away. Like, he's the ex. I don't want to see him. I don't want to know him. I don't like it. It annoys me. Yeah, you put put us in the cell, buddy. Yeah. Um, All right, hey, rapid fire. We're we're about to get out of here, but I want to try to get to everyone before we leave. Kyle, unmute yourself. You're up real quick. What's up? Uh, Yeah, I just saw Cat Terrell, I guess about 20 minutes ago, tweet that uh, DA was late his presser because he had to meet with uh, Mickey for a while and she didn't know if that was normal just wondering if y'all know if that's normal I've never heard of that that is you know, nor- and, and, and if that is true what is it pretty, what does yeah. it portend yeah I don't know I mean normally you know uh, coaches get to pressers right away and they, they immediately give you their thoughts and for him to be late and um you know, because he was in a meeting with the GM. I mean, it could be nothing, and it could be something. Um, so I, I don't think he's getting fired by any means. But you know, I, I could see Mickey being like, "Hey, look, I need to talk to you after that game," and saying, "Like, look, we're we're trending in the wrong direction. Like, things are a disaster here. Like, what are we going to do?" <laughs> and and that's I, an I, understatement. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if look, I actually think he's been kind of rough in the press. And right. uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if Mickey was like, "Look, like this is how I want you to frame things." Um, right. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of uh, him running interference based on that. Or Eric McCoy, you. his leg fell off. I just wanted to let you well, know, Dennis. That <laughs> Eric McCoy doesn't have two legs anymore. Well, I will say I will say this, and this is this this is a little scary. It's a calf injury, and you know that that that's what forced him to miss. Um, what was it? Six weeks last year. 
So the fact that he injured a calf again is, is not good. Well, if he's in a calf, uh, why is he in a – if it's his calf, we need Dr. Thomas back on. If you are if you have an injured calf, you get in the walking boot? I didn't know that. It's possible. I don't know. All right, last one. Uh, go quick. D5 Murph, you're up. What you got? What's up, guys? Long time to talk. This is exhausting. It is. It's uh, – My liver is going to die it's, before it's, December. It's grim. No, but I mean the, – the, just watching this defense fall apart, though, is uh, is wild. Um, defensive line can't get pressure. What's Ty- you know? And like, where's Tyron? Like, where where's the like the pressure on Matthew to come in and get? I mean, is it just a mismatch? Is like, what's going well, on? I, I think the way they were blitzing in this game was they didn't want to create a bunch of cutback lanes, and so it's a lot more straight up bull rush. Keep them in the pocket, force them to throw. And, again, he threw for 122 yards. He missed a bunch. Um, so I actually think from an accuracy standpoint, Lamar Jackson down the field was not that impressive. And and part of that was just how banged up they were. But it was a good strategy. I mean, I, won't, I mean, it kind of worked. The times yeah. they were able to, to stop the run, which were very seldom, I actually thought when they would get into these third and long situations, they would get off the field because he would miss wide open guys. Half the time, right? So, yeah. So, so it, I mean, I I think the game plan was okay. I think, unfortunately, I I actually think they got good pressure on him, and the times that they were able to kind of get near him, they just weren't able to finish those plays, especially in the first. The half. Davenport, yeah, the Davenport yeah. missed that that sack on uh, third down. Yeah, he missed a huge missed sack. A sack. And you know, the, there was a play where I think it ends up being an incomplete pass anyway, but. Uh, you know, Cam Jordan misses a sack, and then he fumbles the ball. He picks it up. And goes to the side <laughs> I thought and they were going to score a touchdown. I, 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 I was like, when that ball left six. his hand, I was like, they were going to score here. And oh, and they just couldn't finish those plays. No, thanks, well. Deffy Mervin. Hey, y'all, be going, guys. Good final, talking. final thing, Andrew, is um, Gilligan. Like he needs to be punting for his job on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said this before. I, I think there was one game where he was so bad, I was like, Sean Payton would have at least made him sweat things by bringing in another punter and making him work out, making other punters work out, making him sweat. Um, but, you know, we're past the trade deadline at this point. I just don't know that the Saints are bringing anyone in that's going to change anything. So I don't know that I'm lobbying for – Anyone to get cut, including Gilligan. I mean, it, it's uh, he's bad though. He's bad. He's bad. He's been disappointing. He's yeah. been bad. Listen, guys, it's a rough night tonight. You know, Saints are bad. Injuries. My liver is getting harder by the hour. Uh, but Andrew, still only a game out of first. Peyton Turner looked okay, right? Peyton Turner looked. Peyton Turner looked okay. Something. Um. You know, if I for, if I force you to say positive things, I would say number one, Alave continues to to make plays, and that's cool to see. Uh, I would say that uh, Peyton Turner continues to look decent. You know, he's, he seems like he's getting a little bit better. And uh, will Lutz didn't miss any kicks? Yeah, and there you go. You got about yeah. positives, and and I mean. At this point with the Saints, like, 
just entertain us. Like the problem with tonight was not only did they lose, but they did it in a very boring way. Like they didn't need, like it would have been funnier, Andrew, if they had turned the ball over six times. Like it. Yeah, I will say, I will say this. Taysom Hill had one run and he threw one pass. He had two touches, two. Like, That's it. And the only target that he had on a pass was tipped at the line of scrimmage. So, you know, he had he had two touches. That's not enough. I mean, dude. you talk about one of the best players on the offense, especially with all the injuries they've had. Um, I, I think Carmichael goes back. He looks at this tape, and, and that's going to be his biggest regret, especially early in the game. You get stuffed on a third and one, and he's not. The ball's not in his hands. Um, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest regrets of the game. Yeah, I think they got a little arrogant there, and they're like, "We can run Camaro on third and one." But anyway, guys, uh, sign up, SaintsHappyHour.com. We're the best Saints podcast. We have the jokes. And by the way, we have we have Thomas working on audio and video galore for tomorrow night. We will have the jokes. We will bang on the Saints because here's our motto, Andrew. We either laugh with them when they win or we laugh at them when they lose. We'll be laughing at them tomorrow night. Guys, join us live stream tomorrow, 9 o'clock, 9-ish. It's been fun. Guys, thanks for joining us. SaintsHappyHour.com. Support the show. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow night. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.